0: This
1: is the Global Logistics Podcast.
0: Hi, everyone! Thanks for joining us for our latest podcast for Global Logistics. And today, I'm delighted to be chatting to Matthew Napleton. Now, he's the Chief Commercial Officer from Zizo, um, and this is all based on a fabulous article uh, that was sent over to us. Uh, and Zizo are Uh, leading the way in edge logistics um, and the article is all pertaining to employee safety in the logistics industry so Matthew thank you very much for joining us Um, really do appreciate your time and perhaps you could give us a very quick overview of your role in the company and and what it is that that Zizo actually specialise in.
1: Oh, thanks Steve uh, good afternoon everybody uh, yeah so Matthew openson I'm the chief commercial officer here at Zizo software um, I've been in the business for for 13 years um, and in my role I kind of look after the customers alongside doing consulting around how we understanding how we deliver solutions and, and how we work Really closely with those com- customers and companies to understand how they can use data um, to really drive continuous improvement in their businesses, and how to further analyse um, their, their businesses to, to really drive you know n- new commercial opportunities. But of course, look at how you know everyone's looked after in the business. And that's really important. So the fundamental things here at ISA that we do, we specialise in, in data analysis. Yeah. Um, we have our own edge platform. Edge, um, which basically enables us to, to look at large quantities of data from across a business, pull that data together and deliver real solutions that, that affect business change. And that, that's really what we
0: do. Okay, now I'll just apologise because it's Zizo, not Zizo, and that's my uh, my terrible pronunciation <laughs> and grasp of English. Um, before we get into the article, now there's a couple of things that, that really popped up actually, which is kind of surprising. Um, there's still a lot of companies that are not using analytics. Uh, which is really, like I say, amazing, really. But could you, in the round, just to explain what is that's so important in today's business environment? That you know why this, these these data captures are so crucial.
1: Absolutely, I think you know where, where we've got to today. I think is is a real turning point in the years I've been in the industry. Is that now we have the opportunity, um, no matter what size and scale you are a business, to really look at control and manage the data that we have, and and becoming data driven is something that's really important because all the time we're generating new pieces of information where we're creating new elements or new aspects of things that we do yeah and, and the data that we're creating is really able to to change the way that we look at things so you know, when i started in the, in, in the analytics industry you know a lot of the data work that went on was done basically you a know, word of mouth or you know i've got a feeling or i've known this from the past okay. We actually look we look forward right we're, we're creating new systems we've got new applications new ways methods of working and all of those things are creating new data points that enable us to understand how things are going and what, what's happening where, who's doing what. And we can build all that down to create something that gives us a holistic view of, of an operation, for example. If we look um, in logistics, we have a, a widespread operation with many different touch points across yeah. across a business. And, it's, and each one of those, yes, is producing data, but when we start to look at the, the whole piece and understanding how those things connect and what drives you know, the business forward, what changes we have to make and how we understand that data. That's really important, and that's where the analytics piece comes in, is saying, actually, I have an assumption this is happening, but how can I test my hypothesis? How can I see the data, look at the data, and then start to affect real change by understanding what's really going on?
0: And that's what it's all about. No, a brilliant answer. Thank you. And in, uh, just um, there's some pieces here that I've picked up, which some of them are quite amazing, really. But this is in a, a, a funny tech thing, which I shouldn't be surprised about, but even so, it's amusing. And, and in the article, it says, in addition, this obviously all to do with logistics, information gathered from wearable devices can pick mm-hmm. up an individual's lifting, lifting techniques body temperature which isn't that much surprise heart race or distance travel in the workplace but it's the lifting technique because honestly I knew we'd gone far but I didn't realize it'd gone that far so you can actually analyze how they're picking something up.
1: Yeah I mean the great thing where, where we're looking at and this is the intersection now of, of different technologies is coming in but I think this is where um, we're seeing real strides now is that you know these devices are probably starting them in the medical industry. Yeah. And as these devices start to become more proliferate, we can actually look at so sensors on on, on the body or inside a suit or inside you know where we might have started in, in medical or military, for example. But now we, the, the cost profile of these has come down, so yeah. that you can now put these into overalls or or jackets or devices, and you can start to understand you know the if you have a, a you know, if you start to put things on on a, on a pallet, for example, or, or a crate or a case, you understand how heavy that is. You can then mm. work out. You know the, the speed of lift or, or exertion on the person you know and then you can then start to look at different variables to understand how this stuff works again it's, it's a combination of data points that enable you to do that once you've got a sensor on on a, on a um, you know, like a crazer or a case, or I say, and sensors on the person alongside, you know, future, you know, sorry, historical data sets. Mm. You can then start to try and, you know, you can tease out the data and the information that allows you to make those those data-driven questions by saying, actually, this person over here could be in danger of hurting themselves because the, the box is at a funny angle, which means they're lifting it from the one end than the other, for
0: uh- example. No, no, it's a great, it's a great example. And, you know, I think it's worth pointing out this, of course, first and foremost, this is about safety, but actually, which I'm sure that the, the, the companies that use your services would know, this is about cost. I mean, for them, it's going to be cost saving in terms of if someone isn't injured, or if someone is injured, I should say, then of course, that affects the whole potential, the whole run of the company. So by by offsetting that, what effective what you're effectively doing is saving them money as well as time, as well as you know the whole first and foremost the whole safety, the whole safety aspects of it. And I think that's where this is so interesting in terms of because I'm guessing um, No, forgive me for for doing this, but this is morphed from somewhere you know like you, you mentioned perhaps medical or, or um, uh, military. But I can I can see how easily that that would cross over into the logistics. Field. so I guess I suppose the question is, how did this all come about? Did did was it just like a light bulb moment, or did, was it something that goes back a number of years? And then you morphed into you know looking at the logistics industry. Yeah, so we've so we, we consider ourselves to be data experts rather yeah.
1: than experts in a particular industry, and we're very fortunate that you know we were able to help companies of all different shapes and sizes. Um, you know, through their kind of data challenges, but we've been—we started working with a rather large global, not healthcare but fast-moving consumer goods FMCG—stroke healthcare company, and yeah. um, we've started doing some work with a few partner organisations in there who focus on the sensors, and we, we focus on the data. Yeah, of And we, we were building platforms where we were we were looking at one individual sensor, and then you know, adding a couple more sensors to it to create something, and then it became well, actually, if we can do that can we do this and then well if we're capturing the data yes we can and then we started to say well actually it's all about the data platform in the back end and then it's like well actually can we find someone who can do you know this biometric or you know this exertion monitoring can we find those or can we find a different partner that's got one of those and how can we pull those together and actually the great thing about i think where um where data is coming from right now is there's loads of guys who are really really good at individual elements of it it's then putting it all together that says, actually, how can I then put this into this context? And the context, you know, from working with some of our customers, um, could, well, you know, could, could we monitor these things? You know, could we look, could we try and understand what this is? And we do that. And then the answer is, well, if we can find it, if we can find a sense that manages it, well, we can handle the data. Yeah. So, it's become very, so you, you kind of find, you try kind of tease out through an understanding of, of you know, you mentioned, you know, time saving, you know, what, what's your biggest pain, what's your biggest challenge Well, it's this? Okay, can we find someone that could help with that in some way? And then how do we tease out a, a solution for that? And um, that's been really exciting and interesting for us, you know, is actually going, I can, can this be done? Yes, now how do we turn that into a real real solution?
0: It's re- and it is so fascinating. And, and what's one of the most interesting things for me um, is that, because your company is UK-based, I think, isn't it? Um, but because it, it threads into so many different um, professions and workplace spheres, the rollout of this kind of thing, I was kind of intimating what you're probably doing already, actually, is literally global. I mean, it may be that you've got global partners who've got global aspirations, I don't know. But, you know, there is really, it's kind of an endless opportunity and an endless opportunity for companies if they're looking at analytics and how it can improve their business.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I think. And um, what I find is really interesting is we've come a long way from from the term, you know, big data around ten years ago, and that had a perception of being incredibly expensive and hard to do. And actually, uh, that's changed a lot in the last three or four years with with edge kind of scale solutions, which are which are quite low cost, fast mm-hmm. to implement. Um, you know, they can come. Anyone of any scale should be looking at how do we can use how can we use analytics to improve what we're doing and, and keep people safe or improve operational performance because. Um, actually, you know, we aren't talking about, you know, we work were, we we're talking about 12 months to 18 months to see a return on investment in, or yeah. see it of an outcome. It's, well, let's get something in, let's see if it works, and let's see if we do that quickly. And we, you know, maybe four to six weeks we can have something up and running and see if it's working or not. And you won't have a better farm yeah. on it, you know. And that's been a big change in, I think, in the analytics business and and the data business recently is how can we prove the value of these projects quickly how can we determine their effectiveness and get something going really fast and yeah it's a anyone can do anything you know data is ubiquitous the one thing that we have in common globally
0: is everyone's creating a load of data and everyone has a lot of challenges it's just making the best use of it no absolutely and and, um, where we were say I don't know five ten years ago uh, to our now in terms of you know software rollouts, hardware rollouts, AI, robotics and this just goes on and on. Is it or have we reached a point where um, people, uh, or business in, in particular, are much more I don't think the word accommodating to this kind of this kind of, of um infrastructure that you're sort of propose or infrastructure that you have. It's, well, I guess what I'm trying to ask really badly is, only we're, we're all using smartphones, we all have these high-tech devices. Is it kind of, are people kind of seeing the light, as it were, in, in an easier way? I mean, are these things much more, I mean, it's, it's, it's a hard question I'm trying to ask. I guess what the, the, the meaning is, um, you know, is it is the take-up a little bit easier than it, well, that's probably how I should have worded it a couple kind of minutes ago. Is the take-up a little bit easier now in terms of, trying to show people the benefits of, of these systems or stuff that you're trying to put in place?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it's th- there's still very much a hearts and minds thing going on, you know, in terms of persuading people that it's a good idea. But certainly the ideas behind what's possible is is definitely easier. You know, people are saying actually it can, you know, they're more receptive to the fact it can be done. Um, you know, certainly. I, mean, I think they think that how it is done still can raise some eyebrows, particularly if you're talking around monitoring individuals or um you know putting stuff on an individual person and, and monitoring their movements things
0: like that can can still have some some stickiness somewhere
1: yeah but actually once once people understand the benefits of it and once you can demonstrate the actual wins you
0: know around not just operational performance but employee safety and employee management um then
1: you start to get into those real business opportunities and, and people say actually it's worth worth giving this a go um, because you know the benefits would always outweigh the negatives
0: on that front. No, absolutely, and, and uh, again, picking up from that brilliant article, uh, you talk—I mean, obviously—talks about the deployment of sensors, wearable devices, and so on, and it, and connecting to. And this is really interesting to the industrial internet of, of of things, not just the internet of things. But I'm guessing by that because we are all eventually going to end up with the internet of kind of everything, um, and I, I assume that this will play into the. This plays into this into this connectivity. I'm not saying necessarily outside of a workplace, well, maybe you can be part of the outside of the workplace. Maybe that is the point that, you know, you're, you can see the future and you can see how this will be, in inverted commas, like plugging into that.
1: Oh, absolutely. I think, you know, the, the, the idea behind that, you know, I'm not a fan of the, the monitoring everyone all the time. Thing. I think that's wrong, but I think actually you can build up a great picture of what's going on without the need to do that. Um, you know, the way something is moving around a, a warehouse is just as interesting as the way a person is moving around a warehouse, you know. Um, but, in, but, you know, I think you can start to see that once you're looking at, um, you know, the way data is, is moving around, the way elements are moving, you can put in systems, you know, pretty lightweight systems, to be honest. Um, the directional Bluetooth comes to mind where you yeah. can just use... Simple Bluetooth to triangulate where something is. Um, that's pretty non-invasive, but you know, for a very small outlay, you can actually get quite a big return on, on what that, that does for you. Um, alongside all the security aspects, you know, and, and video, and all those great things which which are coming down the lines. So, I think the, you know, the, the idea of the, the Internet of Things is wonderful. I think we've got um, you know a long way to go to make it a real business-effective. But the great thing about the industrial element of it is, is the robustness. And the, the, the way that it's built is a much more um, centralized way of, of understanding where the data is coming from. And, and there's a big place for data to play in
0: that. Yeah. And, and you know what? There's another great piece in this fantastic article. I'll just read this out. I'm, I know you know this back to front, but this is for people that will be listening to this. With wearables and no code solutions, the process is simple and creates zero disruption. That's really important, of course. And I mean that must have been a challenge because obviously you want to bring this to market. But the first thing I would be saying as an impl- uh, as a, a company owner, is, well, I'm interested, but I don't want to see any disruption to my business. But that's so you've obviously overcome that hurdle, and that's really, that, as I say, that's a really interesting, important step in the whole process.
1: Absolutely, you know, working with our, our partners, you know, Excel Point on on those kind of and those solutions is. No, understanding the business process and that you understand that business process by working with your 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 customer to understand that process and then translating that to something that doesn't have an impact that's the most important thing is where you know automation is about making sure there is are you know, fewer headaches for someone to look after less less moving parts And by creating a system which is really simple you know you mentioned earlier people are getting more used to using tablets iphones etc there's basically based you know it can be based on a tablet and a simple data input or simple clicking buttons etc to move through backwards and forwards can really reduce those kind of impacts on oh i've mm-hmm. lost an invoice i can't find the yet or the docket or, or those things you know what, what's on the pallet. You know, counting yourself, those kind of things are, are see, seem seem really simple to do, but actually they're, they're not very well implemented quite a lot of the time, especially when you have to train people up to use systems. And actually, we think there's a better way of doing it using data and no code.
0: Yeah, and, and in fact, here's a, a, an astounding stat on here. For example, forklift ac- accidents account for approximately 85 deaths and nearly 35,000 serious injuries each year. I mean, and that's just a breathtaking figure. Great, right, Bob, it's crazy, isn't it? I think I them. we're always. You know, when you drill into these and understand what what what's
1: really going on, there you know in terms of operational risk, and probably you know I dread to think how many of those are must must be avoidable. Yeah, um, exactly. You know, and uh, again, you know, we we mentioned in the article, you know, employee training education, but you can tailor that education. You can make those that disruption through training which it can be perceived as a, a disruption you can make that training shorter by understanding where the, where the elements are where there is the most risk or the most there were more challenges by looking at the data and understanding what, what the data is telling you by saying where the errors are
0: and that's right and, and in fact for every one of those serious injuries or deaths it doesn't just stop it as horrific as that is because of course the company will have to come to a a halt they'll have to be investigated no doubt the health and safety have to be brought in quite rightly Mm -hmm. so because that again gets back to the 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 time and money that's that has you know that's going to be frankly wasted not wasted that's the wrong way but it's going to be a a, a massive upheaval for the company and it just seems to me like an, an obvious way to help mitigate or lower the risk.
1: Yeah exactly I think it's one of those Things that is, if you start to weigh up all the equations and seriously think about where the costs and the time goes when you have one of those incidents, a simple so, a, a simple solution just that may cut out 10 15 percent of that time and effort for, for minimum outlay might be worth it. And people just you know everyone's one of the one of the biggest one of the biggest challenges in, in all software the two, is you know everyone wants to try and do everything all at once. Mm. And that is not the way to do things if you want to improve
0: operation efficiency. It's let's start where we can get the biggest win yeah.
1: and then from there. And I think if you can start to use information or start to analyze your business in a way that says actually if we made a 5% improvement here, we would have a 15% improvement over here, mm. start, with that, start with that as an element, start with that as an improvement, get that done, demonstrate the capability that that's possible and then move on to things that are bigger and better and can real, drive real change
0: and drive improvements. Oh, fantastic. Thank you for that. And, and just finally, this is a, um, could be a tricky one to answer. Um, uh, no, it's just, a, it's just a, insightful. So, look, I mean, things are changing so, so rapidly, you know, I mean, you know, the phone that was brilliant even two, three years ago, you, see, you know, it's just moving on so fast. What, what's your thoughts about, not, I'm not even going to say the next 10 years, but the next five years, where do you think all of this is leading? I mean, what, do you have an idea?
1: I think what we're going to be seeing is is the fully connected supply chain, you know, where you're going to have insights that are going to be shared between organisations of of every element along the supply chain. So not just logistics, but from manufacturing into logistics, into the the retail space or into into the factory or onto the shop floor and you're going to have insights that are going to resonate across all of those and the data is going to feed together to create a picture of what's going on in each of those. And an understanding of things that happen further down the line may impact things that happened previously or or vice versa. And I think this, there's going to be a greater openness and willingness to share data amongst organizations that, that, that combine that global supply chain to say, actually, we, we've made these improvements here, can you make those improvements as well? And that kind of proliferation and sharing of technology is really going to drive where I see improvements in operational safety and operational efficiency um, as being one of the, the, key, the key factors in this. And as we start to see this proliferation and this greater movement towards sharing, we'll see new technologies, new, new approaches and new capabilities come out that people haven't thought of, especially as they become more you know, used by employees. Because often they are going to have a much better idea of ways that can challenge or improve or make somewhere safer. Because they're the people on the front lines using it. And by giving them access to data and technology, change, bigger and better changes will be will be implemented over time. That's what I hope for I see you again. You can find global logistics at glologistic.com.